he charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, fellow patriots, and welcome back to another episode of Allegedly Bravo. I'm Cash. And I'm Lauren. Hi. Hello. Wow. We say it every week, but I'm going to say it just one more time. What a week. What What a week. Well, one, it's been a wild week. Two, so glad to be here because we're talking about housewives. And Mm -hmm. there has been, and again, I feel like we say this every week, there's so much drama. Like there's so much going on. We've got that Real Housewives of Dubai trailer that dropped. We've got Beverly Hills that dropped. Atlanta's trailer dropped. Wait, I didn't see either of those two. I only saw Beverly Hills. Oh my there's God. A, I feel like, are you kidding? There's a lot. I think it was the trailer for Dubai. If there I was mean, something promotion for Dubai. I'm like here for, you know, I apologize. It wasn't a trailer for Dubai. It was one of those like promotional, like the sand was blowing. The ladies were walking Ooh, up. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Oh my God. And you know what made me even more excited? What best, best of Bravo went to Dubai recently on a trip. Um, if you guys don't follow her, she has a great account. And I think that's what her account name is. She went to Dubai on a family trip and she like chronicled her whole thing. And she was posting on her stories. It was so lavish and spectacular that yeah. it just gave me so much hope and promise for what we're about to get with Dubai. I cannot wait. I, I can't. I want to go to Dubai so bad. So do I. And I was thinking maybe honeymoon. I don't know. Oh my God. If you do that, then you and I can go to the BBIs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sorry, George glasses one and two. (laughs) And whatever we don't do, like whatever my honeymoon is not, whatever we don't choose. We'll go on our honeymoon. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You guys, Lauren and I are both, we're trying to plan like a fun trip for us to go Mm -hmm. on because if you listen to our Patreon, the bachelorette has been canceled due to, um, just anxiety. (laughs) circumstances outside of our control. That's what we'll call it. If you want to know more about the details, please subscribe to our Patreon, but we we're going to see each other in May. And since that's not happening anymore, we're trying to plan a really good trip. And it's like, if we're going to go on one, it's gotta be. I need, I'm sorry. I need a beach. I know, but you guys, I really was, or a pool. Palm Springs would be great because it's you know, you got the good weather. It's in California. It's not super expensive. We could get a rad Airbnb. We could just float by the pool, but I want to stay at the same place that Bronwyn renewed her vows. That's what I want. Oh my God. Wouldn't (sighs) that be so fun? Yeah. We could do like a, Oh my God, let's do it. it, You guys are all invited. Business expense. Business (laughs) expense. Totally getting IRS. (laughs) As we learned last in last week's episode, Financial, financial crimes stress me out. The IRS I know. stresses me out. You guys, I'm the type of person I file my tax returns in January. Yeah. Because I never want to get to the point where like, I've seen so many people on their Instagram posts are like tax season's here. Like tax season, it starts January one. Like, right, 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 right. No, this is tax deadline that's here. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. It's a deadline. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Speaking of last week's episode, I thought it was so fun, but this week, you guys, since the Beverly Hills Housewives reunion, or sorry, trailer dropped, Mm -hmm. we are going full Beverly Hills with an emphasis on Erica Jane. Of course, because you just, it's been actually a little bit too long for my liking 
that we haven't talked about Erica? Yeah, I think you and I were both really worn out with Erica and Jen Shaw, like June to August. And so we've taken a breather from her because I don't feel like much has changed, but with Beverly Hills coming back out, like I think Erica has gotten her groove back and I think her ego has gotten a little bit more inflated. Mm -hmm. So we're going to break down some of the statements. I'm sure all of you guys have watched the trailer, some of the statements that are said in the trailer. And we're also going to talk about this new proposed lawsuit that's going to be filed in California against Mr. Artie. But before we get into that, how have you been? I am actually like thriving over here. Um, I got a a different job, a different new job. Transcription is over. I signed an actual offer letter. So I feel like Stella's got her groove back. I'm so excited. I just can't wait. Um, when do you start defense stuff? I start on Monday. So the day this episode airs, I'll be, I'll be defending some criminals and you know what? I think it's going to be very helpful for this podcast. And I'm really glad that my employment is helping my podcast. Yes. Yes. I'm so excited for you. I can't wait. We've been talking about like, what will she wear? You know, what's that first impression going to be? Mm -hmm. I'm so excited. Me too. And speaking of that, I don't know if you want to tell the listeners (gasps) about my new small business. Yes. Okay. You guys. Anyone who is anyone on TikTok knows about Miss Duchy 73. <laughs> These are those epoxy cups that people are a spinning. And of course, I got into the game and I started spinning cups. I made cash a cute little pop socket. And now I'm selling custom tumblers, you guys. And I have orders coming in. Coming in. And I feel like your demographic is very much the Southern housewife yeah, who, who may or may not love like a MAGA t-shirt as well. Oh God. <laughs> I think Lauren might be over here making, make America great again, epoxy cups, but Hey, you know what? Make that $50. <laughs> if that happens, um, I guess institutionalize me. It's a free capitalist market. <laughs> I fucking hate capitalism. All the cups are free. <laughs> Just kidding. Bye yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hate capitalism, but it's $70 for one cup. Free shipping. Dude, no, Dutchie sells them for the, her 30 ounce tumblers. She sells for $75. I got, I, I, I was able to see a video of her for the first time because uh-huh. I thought she was kind of just a like a behind the camera persona and she just filmed her cups. Uh-huh. But there was a video of her in full full no, frontal. She, she's the star. She she is thriving. She is thriving and she is fucking sassy. And also, people are out here doxing Miss Duchy and to those what? of you doxing Miss Duchy, yeah. On her live, like people just can't stop calling her whatever. Like this probably isn't interesting to the people who don't know Miss Duchy, but they're like putting her numbers up on the internet and like bombarding her little TikTok lives. And I find that to be so rude. Just let the woman from Kentucky do her fucking craft. Yeah. Let her, let her spin those cups. So can our listeners expect any housewives cups? 
you guys, I can put any decal on any fucking cup. So yes, you can expect anything. Expect the unexpected. Really? I mean, I do have a sweatshirt that says fucking Dutch slut on the back of it. Asked for it. (laughs) (laughs) Those who don't remember Zane, who called infamously called, um, why am I drawing a blank? You fucking Dutch slut. So she really, so she really can put anything on anything. Mm -hmm. So put in your request because I want one that says is bitch better. Is bitch better. I got that. I I think that would be, that would be so fun with, so fun with, um, some glitter and some stars. Oh my God. I got you. (laughs) How about you? What are you up to? Enough about me and all my great success. Uh, Just kidding. It's hectic over here. Work's been busy. I was down in Orange County, Newport Beach to be exact for a conference. I flew home last night. Did you see my old house? No, I flew right over it. (laughs) Um, But interestingly enough, the hotel I stayed at, there was a lot going on. Okay. I I got a weird voice memo from (laughs) you at like 2 AM. I wake up to a voice memo from cash and I had to just save it because I started listening and I was like, no, I it's 2 AM. What happened? Well, to start off. So I flew down in the morning and the conference started that day. And Mm -hmm. I figured conference doesn't start until the afternoon so I can wear my comfies and then I can you know, just run up to my room, get an early check-in change, get to the hotel. The lady's like, sorry, we're fully booked. Oh, and it's a, when, no, it was Thursday. She's like, we're fully booked. So I was like, okay. And as I'm walking in, like my supervisor showing up, like all these people from all over the state are showing up and I'm in my USA sweatshirt with my good American jeans and vans. So you are patriotic. Like not, (laughs) not, not looking professional by any means. I had not even an ounce of makeup on my skin. You're traveling. So I had had to, um, adversely possess the bathroom and take that over with my bag and my makeup. So I fully got ready in the bathroom. And while I'm getting ready, people from the conference are walking in and out. And then I had to get up on the stage and participate in one of the presentations. So that was fun. And so, but I, since I had to do an early check-in, I, or I couldn't get an early check-in, I wasn't going to carry my bag around. So I gave Uh it to the front desk. As you do. As you do, you get a name or a a luggage tag. So after the conference, we all went out and got drinks and stuff. And then I was able to check into the room like at seven o'clock, but I forgot to grab my bag from the front. So once we got back from grabbing drinks, I called the front desk and I said, Hey, I left a bag down there. It looks like this with this type of tag on it. She's sorry. We don't have it. what I said what (laughs) what do you mean I'm sorry what I'm like actually I know you do have it because I have a luggage tag right and she goes okay just a second oh leaves me on hold oh what feels like 10 minutes so I end up going downstairs walk down the man goes into back where my they stored my luggage he walks back there right right the closet I saw where I saw them take my bag Mm -hmm. he walks out from back there without a bag Right. Then he walks to a hundred yards over to the other side of the hotel to then proceed to grab my bag and bring it over to me. When I'm in the elevator, I look down and my bag is fully open on the top. It's one of those like, um, like hard shell. No, it's a hard shell carry on. Oh, uh huh. Like the away bags, but it's from Costco. Okay. Well, no shame. 
And so it was fully open on the top. And then when I get up onto my, the floor of my hotel, the security guard standing outside my door on the phone with somebody, but then he tries talking to me and it was just a weird series. What of did events. he say? And he was like, Hey, how are, what's going on? How yeah. are you doing? Is everything okay? What? And I was like, what is happening? So I get into my hotel room and I just felt like somebody was watching me. I don't know why. And I just seen an Instagram about women being careful when they're in their hotel rooms and checking the people because the people can be turned around. Backwards. You best believe I opened up that door, swung that thing open, looked through the people to make sure that it wasn't. Oh my God. You're so funny. Why didn't you just look out on the other side that you were in and see? We'll be see. I had one or two glasses of Pinot Grigio. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you were, where to play, maybe we'll play back the voice memo on the Patreon. Because yeah. The words were a slur. You were talking in cursive and that's why I had to keep the voice memo and decode it in the morning. <laughs> but actually I will say that this hotel did happen to be a name brand and perfect segue. This was a fucking Hilton hotel. <laughs> this was a Hilton hotel. This was, and it, what a perfect segue. What a perfect Because you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, I, and I don't know if you feel this way, but growing up, like Hilton hotels were always on the nicer end, like mm-hmm. nicer end, I guess, of the name brand. Yeah. Like a mid luxury style hotel, like a commercial mm-hmm. luxury hotel, I guess. And I was so disappointed. My boss was on a rampage and she sent a group text that said, hashtag, I hate Hilton. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) wow. And then she's team Kyle. She is team Kyle. And then the rooms weren't that great. And, but I think where the, where the demise of Hilton has come, like where we're seeing this demise of Hilton, I swear they sold it and they're not. I do too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's under the original management. Mm -hmm. I think it, they sold it to another company and it, wow, it's really gone downhill. I agree. This is the second Hilton I've stayed at Mm -hmm. where it has been subpar at best. Like I would, I've had better stays at like um, Holiday and Expresses. Oh, exactly. Best Westerns, Mm -hmm. Embassy Suites. The little boutique hotels are the ones that are really thriving, Mm -hmm. like really giving it to me. Mm -hmm. Like they're all being so cute, so custom. And it's like, I'm sorry, but the way of the, of the chain hotel, I think it's gone. People are loving the cute rooms. No, you know what? I will. I do stand. So I'm a Hilton Honors member. Wow. Okay. I will Show be deleting. Off. I will be deleting that. Oh. I'm going to be 100% a Marriott girl. I was going to say, you know what? I used to be an American Airlines Hilton Hotel girly. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm a Delta Airlines Marriott girly now. I know. I would. I wish I could be a Delta. I'm a United girl just because of I have to have it to fly to certain places. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I know I'm a full blown Marriott girl because when we went to New York, we stayed at a Marriott Bonvoy, the autograph collections. Uh, Yes. Talk about a boutique hotel. It was exactly stunning. And you don't feel weird getting in the shower. Like I have, (laughs) you don't feel like there's cameras. Exactly. (laughs) Let's, let's move on. So thank you so much for segueing us perfectly into our fucking Beverly Hills ladies. You guys, that trailer. So we're going to break down the trailer basically line for line (laughs) because there was so much happening and it all starts 
Go, oh, go ahead. Were you going to say something? I was just, no, I was taking a big breath and I was going to say, I think I watched this trailer four to five times just to fully I, grasp. I've watched it 22 times. Exactly. And so first of all, our ladies are back, mm-hmm. back, 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 back again, 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 ladies back, back, back. Tell, Tell us friend, friend, friend. friend. Okay, so we start off with, you know, this, I mean, our production levels, you guys, I think post-COVID, like the producers, they're getting their grooves back. And honestly, they really did have to because I really, I can't take another, I can't take, I cannot take another year Mm -hmm. of women in masks. And I say that as a fully vaxxed masker, okay? People, so don't come for me. Yeah, not even, yeah, and I was like two seconds away from you know, creating a change.org position where we had the Atlanta housewives production team exactly produce every franchise and every show on Bravo, because they were the only people that were bringing it and could figure it out. Yes. Agreed. So anyways, we start off, we get the montage, you know, we're in the Hills of Beverly Hills. You can see it, the sun setting. Then we get a quote that says, you are one of my best friends. Why are you doing this to me? Who was that? Okay. I, this is my theory. Okay. That was Dorito chip. Okay. And that bitch was yelling at Kyle. It has to be. They're the best. They're the two best friends. And like, this is their MO. Like they're always fighting, but being like, no, we're best friends. What could, okay. What, what do we, okay. I think that is a valid theory because when listening back to the voice, I, I, I was like, is this Dorito? Like it has to be Dorito, but who would she be saying this to? What would she be saying this to? about right. or two and who and why mm-hmm. do you think it's about the home invasion <gasps> no because I think Kyle is so sensitive to home invasion since literally nothing was left in her closet after that oh, one vacation that's um, very true that's very yeah. true D- okay yeah so we think then we've got drama between Kyle and Dorit at some point that's what I think okay what do you have a thought or no you still don't know now with you kind of talking it out, I think you're right. I think it's Kyle and Dorit, but I think it's related to the drama that happened in Aspen that we'll get to later. Okay. Because I think Kyle probably sides with Kathy and it's something I think happened there. And maybe Kyle's not believing Dorit. I don't know. And then I don't know, but that's, yeah. I'm thinking maybe Aspen. I mean, Aspen seems like, it was tumultuous and I'm here and we're not it. getting shit. And so we're not getting shit at all from any of these housewives, because I truly think that Bravo, there was so much with these ladies and all franchises posting on their stories and giving us kind of behind the scenes of what was happening as they were filming. And it mm-hmm. kind of took the excitement away mm-hmm. and so I think that they're I don't think they're allowed to I don't think they're allowed to record or post on their stories or talk about or discuss well, I kind of agree with that because I'm like that's why I watched the show mm-hmm. I agree supposed too. to be interesting enough on your own that I want mm-hmm. to watch an hour of you it's okay so like you know just yeah I, and going just briefly touch on that. I think also, and I, and I also have been thinking that with the, the reunions, they need to stop giving us so much in the trailer. 
they need to get stop giving us so much. And I can't believe I'm about to say that, but it's like, stop. Just let's just take, take the full level and turn it down. Like I don't need four parts and I don't need a huge trailer for the reunion. See, I don't mind the four parts. I don't want a huge trailer that tells us everything that's about to happen because then when I sit down and I watch the trailer and I already know that, you know, Jen Shaw is going to say X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And then that's the, that's the, that's the best part of the reunion. And then what we get after that fucking sucks. And it's like, we already know it all. Like kind of like when they were like, when they post everything on Instagram and then you're watching the show and you're like, well, I want to see when she wore that outfit, you Mm -hmm. scroll through the Instagram, you find, and it's cool. And I love that. And that's like what makes being a Bravos like follower kind of fun, Mm -hmm. but it's too much. And it's not giving me enough to think about while they're not on TV. Yeah. I know too much. Okay. So no, moving on our next infamous quote comes from Miss Sutton Strack when she says, you talk out of the both sides of your mouth. Okay. Who is she talking to? And what is she talking about? Do you have any theories? I have, I have two theories. Okay. My number one theory is she's talking about Lisa Rinna. Okay. I believe that. And I believe this because Rinna does talk out of both sides of her mouth and she's like a less fun Emily. And I can't believe I'm going to say that. Who is Lisa? Yeah. Why, why are you comparing the two of them? Because Emily is a shitster. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. And so is Rinna. Mm-hmm. But I think when Emily does it, it's more charming. And when Rinna does it, it's, it feels spiteful. Yeah. It's more likable. It's more like, she's being silly. She's like, Oh, this is what, what's her name said about you. But like, or that's not yeah. what she said. But then at this one, like Rinna's like, uh, like her devious face, which we'll get to. Oh, we're, we're going to get to that. Yeah. So, okay. So next moving on, we get a quote from Lisa Rinna saying, be careful. She's not who she says she is. And I think we both know who she's talking about because you guys, I don't know if you've been reading the blogs or what, but there is a major drama between Erica and Kathy, and it stems from an incident that occurred in Aspen. Mm-hmm. And so I definitely think that Lisa is speaking about Kathy because obviously last season, Kathy was our number one girl mm-hmm. in the group. Mm-hmm. She was on an all-time high, one of the best seasons of all time. For she was a, comedy. Like a, Pure yeah, comedy. It was a break, like full-on breakout star, fabulous. Mm-hmm. It looks like we're going to have the downfall of Kathy Hilton, which is really honestly the cross to bear of a season one favorite uh, or a first season favorite. You know what I mean? It's going to be gay. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, but we'll touch on this a little bit more because there's some more when, once we get to the Kyle scene with Kathy, we're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive. Um, I do also would like to, I would like to say, I apologize if anyone can hear music in the background. Oh, um, it seems like every neighbor that lives around me is pulling into their parking spots. Oh, well, <laughs> oh. I'm sure it's, oh, it's not even a, we- whatever. It's not even, a I know, I know. Um, okay. Do you want to move on to the next quote? I do. Okay. Erica Jane, it's my life to burn down. Ugh. Ugh. And this is the first quote we get from Miss Erica Jane that just proves to me how unlikable she is, what a big ego she has. And she's a narcissist. 
because the fact that she is not taking direction from, I would hope her PR or management team going in, like, like she's doubling down. She's doubling down on her behavior from last year and at the reunion and has chosen to continue that and make it, and I would say even amplify it. I think she's taking a page out of Jen Shaw's book. And I mean, I would hope that she isn't guilty of everything that people say she is, but I just feel as though that's not possible. Yeah. And maybe we'll see, I guess with Jen Shaw, it was irritating that the women were not asking her questions, mm-hmm. but she has a right to maintain her innocence. Correct. Of course. Of course. We didn't really like how she was handling it, but she was still funny and likable throughout the season, except for those moments where she would talk about her case and also take a million dollars from her mom. Right. You know, from her retirement. Like those are hard moments to watch. But when I'm thinking back to Jen Shaw, like when she's in, when they're in Utah, I think, or wherever they were, Mm -hmm. you know, and she's having a good time. She's being likable. She's being funny with the girls, like laying in bed and giggling. Like, I don't know if we're going to get that. Or do you think we're going to get that from Erica this, this season? Do you think she's going to take her walls down and put, you know, take her walls down and be a little bit more likable, but still be bitchy when it comes to defending her reputation? I don't think Erica at the risk of sounding like PK, Mm -hmm. I don't think Erica is capable of putting her walls down. So you think she's going to be rigid both in filming when it comes to just everyday conversations yes, and continue to be rigid about her defense of her involvement in this case. Yes, I do. Because I've never seen like a softer side of her really at all. And just, I hope we see it, but based on this reunion, I mean, this trailer, like she's already, you know, being kind of a weirdo. And like being so blatantly like, and I also, I understand like you can't be involved in a huge lawsuit and then go on TV and be like, yeah, I guess you're right. Like I did do it. Like, yeah, I did buy that outfit with that guy's skin graft money. You can't really do that. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16 year old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message. A message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, Hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life, it's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. You know? Well, Garcelle then so poignantly says in response to Erica saying, it's my life to burn down. I think it's Garcelle that says it. She goes, well, then destroy it. Exactly. Because I think Garcelle is fed up with her bullshit, sees right through it, is sick of this victimization because nobody's asking, I guess, I mean, obviously this is all speculation because we haven't seen the season play out, but in these clips, we're not seeing anyone bring up Mm -hmm. the lawsuit or what's going on in her life or, you know, I don't know. I wonder if that's intentional because it's like, I feel like if they did put that in the trailer, 
we yeah. would all be like, okay, like the whole last season was that like, yeah. And it's true. The whole last season was that I want to see some messy shit that doesn't have to do with Erica. Mm-hmm. That being said, I need to see a lot of the Erica messy shit as well, but not I, solely. Yeah. And so, I mean, love it. I love, love Garcelle. And I think she's going to be the person that really pushes and challenges Erica. Mm-hmm. And I think Erica's going to have a hard time with it because Garcelle's no nonsense. Like she no. sees through it and she's not afraid to call anyone out because Garcelle doesn't need any more friends. Like as we saw in her first season, she has a, a really good group of friends, including Will Smith's ex-wife. So which we will definitely be dipping need, our toes into. We're going to need some behind the scenes slap conversation. Okay. But so anyways, okay, go ahead. Then there was this little sound bite that was mm-hmm. of someone being like, I'm really pissed off and I'm leaving. And to me, that just screamed Kathy Hilton meltdown. Remember Uh when she, yeah, when she texted Rick via Instagram comment, yes, come get me. So I think, I don't know if that is a fallout while they are in Aspen or if that is a fallout after they get back from Aspen, Hmm. but because we get the trips, so we get the trips, right? They're in Aspen and then they go to Mexico. And mm-hmm. I just have to say when Dorito chip fell on her skis. Never related more. <laughs> it reminded me of when you skied in China peak and just <laughs> kept falling. So I will say though, like when I got off that ski lift, I didn't fall and I was going really fast until I could not stop. No, and you you at least ski down the entire mountain. We did have a friend who said she knew how to ski and she actually had to get airlifted down or no <laughs> avalanche. No snow card or whatever. Yeah, she got she got brought down on a one of the avalanche rescue team skis. <laughs> Embarrassing. Okay, th- then we have so did you find it interesting though where we didn't get anything else from ma- the mountains trip or from Aspen? We, only thousand, got, we got woo, we got them it. going down we got them going down the mountain and then it cuts to mexico there's I'm, shit there you guys i'm so excited it is there do you think they go to a, a, a aspen first or mexico first uh i i think they go to aspen first and i'm gonna tell you why because you didn't see kathy in mexico i didn't see kathy in mexico mm-hmm. Which brings me to two theories. This is either okay. an agency event in Mexico. And obviously Kathy's not going to go Duh. because of Hilton and Highland and et cetera. Um, but they, you know, friends off maybe. I need to know everybody else's theories on this. Like I need you me in too. our DMs messaging us, letting us know. Maybe we'll put up a questions or a poll to see where everyone's at. Yeah. To ask, you know, maybe we'll, cause I, I need to know. Oh, really quickly. I skipped over something. Oh, when, before they, they cut to the trips, we got this flash of this new intro from them. The ladies Mm. of Beverly Hills and they're all in new gowns. Mm -hmm. They're in Ruby colors. They look stunning, stunning, stunning. I mean, spectacular because I think that that gemstone color, like that Ruby color was Mm -hmm. used early on in the series. Mm but I love that they're all in the same color. I like it better than the neon. 
of yeah. last time. Cause I was like, Miami has neon. Exactly. Yeah. Miami's like, Miami is neon. I'm like, yeah. give us some rich, like put them in silver, put them in gold, put them right. in like, well, lay opulent. off the neon. There's a yeah. time and a place. All right. Okay. Question for you. This mm-hmm. is going to be hard. Oh God. Okay. We get, we cut to a scene with Birkin bags that look like they have garage sale tags on them. Stop. <laughs> You're guys, so right though. What is that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And that's why I was like, is this a, is this a consignment store? Is maybe? this like a, yeah, I didn't know if it was a consignment store. I didn't know if we were in somebody's Erica Jane's closet and she was auctioning them off. I didn't know if this was like Dead. a party. Oh my people- God. You know, Tupperware party where people bring their bags, you know, and then they do like the female taste. They sell like the female tasers and the sex toys. Did I you ever go to pants parties? I have no idea what that is. Okay. We, I don't know if this is just an Orange County thing or what, but in high school, there used to be these things called pants parties or like jeans parties or something. And it was like people who had a total in with like true religion, miss me sevens. Yeah. And you like, they would bring like a rack of jeans over and you would get your little rock in republics and like all that stuff for like $75 instead of like 150. Sounds like a rich person. (laughs) I guess so. I mean, that was so beyond. Oh my God. That is so funny. Well, the point, the, the one thing that stood out besides the garage sale tags was when somebody is putting a necklace on Dorito Chip's chest and she goes, do you take credit card? Do you take Visa? Why? Why? Okay. Why are we continue? Why are we continue to perpetuate this narrative that she is wealthy? Why? It gave me such a pit though. Like wealthy, like, don't get me wrong. She is of wealth. She is of higher class of means than both (sighs) you and I. But when I'm saying wealthy, like she is, carrying on a lifestyle of that, that is, that aligns with Kyle Richards. And I just, there's part of me that doesn't believe that they have the same amount of wealth at all. Like Kyle Richards is money. I, the thing that gave me a hard time was when she said like, do you take visa? I, Oh, I know. I don't understand like what, Okay. I've never bought anything expensive, like as we know. Um, but I mean, I've witnessed people purchasing homes and there is, I believe like a lot of people involved in that. And Mm -hmm. usually they're less than $5 million. So I just feel like, do you just swipe your card for a $5 million necklace? Okay. So I want to ask you about that because when I didn't know if it was a crossover. So Dorit's putting the necklace on. And I think there's a clip of Kyle Richards saying it's $5 million. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's in reference to what Dorit has on her neck or if it's like a soundbite from somebody else looking at something that's expensive. Those tricky but, producers. Yeah. But like, why are we, pert- I don't know, it really frustrates me. And then knowing full well that this home evasion happened where of course there are alleged story there are stories out there regarding the that situation i'm not going to we elaborate, elaborate on it we already did go listen to the pk episode and while you listen just know that he is actually not in charge of the sparks basketball team but i feel like this is such a good moment let's take a break i need more wine you need more wine you guys need to listen to a commercial skip forward 30 seconds bye <laughs> 
Okay, be right back. Oh my gosh. How, what are you drinking? I'm having a very Rose. nice Cabernet Sauvignon. We'll be back after a quick break. Were you team Backstreet Boys or Sync? Brittany or Christina? Simple Life or Newlyweds? With When They Popped, you don't have to pick a side because we're going to mention it all. When They Popped retells the stories of the late 90s and early 2000s biggest celebrities, trends, and phenomena like boy band mania, celebrity-based reality TV, and the rise of famous for being famous socialites. We'll unpack their rise to fame and uncover some facts you may have not known along the way. So throw up your away message and throw it back with us with When They Popped. Available wherever you stream your podcasts. It's too hot for a red right now. It's very warm in California. What is it? Like all over the state. Josh's um, rosé. Oh, I meant, what's the temperature? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's in the mid, like when I was in, when I was down in Newport, it was 80. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think it's in the mid seventies here right now. That yeah. sounds so nice. I sound winded after getting up to go get a glass of wine. It's COVID. I mean, <laughs> I'll just say also like, okay, uh, we'll, got, talk no, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it. Don't talk about it. I went to a conference. I, I don't feel great. And now I'm really irritated because <laughs> I, I went with my negative COVID test. Okay. My dad got COVID twice. I know. Okay. Anyway, so w- let's get back to it. Erica Jane talking about the sex. Oh, the sex. I got to say, okay. Well, I'm kind of here for it. Like bang okay. your folks, bang your people. I'm going to say something. sex and be a whore. I love it. I'm only here for it. If we're going to get names, if we're exactly. going to get photographs, mm-hmm. if we're going to potentially go on a date with her, this is and what this I is- Yeah. I need Luann De La Sebs going to that. Yahabi beast, you know? Yeah. I need, I would guy. love to see Erica. I would like to see Erica operate like Luann did when she was single, where there's these moments where she's coming back maybe the next morning, Mm -hmm. there's a pirate involved, whatever. Yes. But I will say if Erica Jane is willing to talk about sex at a dinner table or a lunch table, and she is actually open with it, that's where, like what we talked about earlier, like, is she going to try to be likable with her personal life Mm -hmm. and then be just defensive with regard to the the um lawsuit or is she going to be rigid on both and i'm hoping we're going to get likable erica jane i do too with personal life because i want to know like i want to see inside that house me too i I mean even though we've already seen it but like i want to see her life i want to see what's happening now i want to see like what how does she spend her time like how she what's it like to date someone like with knees that work is what i want to know I, and it's like, I don't need you and, to be like, oh, Jeffrey Brown took yeah. me on a date. Be like Leah. Oh, Euro uh-huh. guy or whatever he called. Uh-huh. Called basketball him. player. Professional exactly. basketball player. Yeah. Um, I've, yeah. I've been talking to a professional football player. Do it. I do have a question for you. Do you okay. think that she's going to remain in the elderly, like the art category of men? Or do you think she's going to go below 55? Um. While I do enjoy you saying the elderly category of men, I do think she'll go. I think that she will definitely date very young people, but I think that she'll end up with a guy who's like, I don't know how old she is, like 50. I see her with like a 65 year old, like 
fucking banker. And, but I see her with somebody who's like a New York banker, like financier, financier. Yeah. Financier. Who's like, you know, just a little shady, but mostly above water. So I get Jeffrey Epstein (laughs) with less child sex trafficking. Yes. (laughs) Okay. I see, I see her with a Laker. Like I oh. see her with a professional basketball player. Wow. I see her dating younger. I didn't even I, think of that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I see her. I I'm picturing like what Chris Jenner energy with Corey Gamble. <sighs> like I'm seeing her with somebody like, or she's like in her fifties and she's dating somebody in their thirties, maybe young thirties. Now here's where I will just co- like say Chris mm-hmm. Jenner has some money and actually like works allegedly. Like, I think that's why she can kind of date like a younger guy. Mm. That's hard. You know, that's hard. Okay. Moving on. This clip made me laugh out loud so hard when the new friend of Sheree Zampino Mm -hmm. shows up to the outdoor patio party thing in her casual clothes. And I think, did she say it said, she's like, it said yoga or it said casual. Yeah, She's like, you guys said yoga. And when Garcelle says you never listen to casual on an invitation, I, this is why Garcelle is the queen and she needs to be in the center holding the diamond. Like I know Kyle has been here from day one, but like kick her, move her over. I need Garcelle front and center. Yes. I love her so much. And this scene reminded me of Denise Richards. Were they in, where were they? they Hawaii, were right? Oh yeah. And then she like rolls up in shorts and flip flops. And I, and I hate to compare the two because Sheree looked stunning. I mean, stunning. She had like a beautiful loungewear. I mean, I know that totally matching track. She had like a, she had a joggers, if you will. Wait, is this Will Smith's ex-wife? Yes. (gasps) They share a 29 year old son. Oh my God. You guys, I didn't know. Yes. This is her. Okay, well, she's definitely getting a diamond next season. Because this is she by Cherie. Oh my God. So she will have a diamond next season because this, the Will Smith of it all will be a conversation next season. Well, especially because while I was on wow. the Google, I read an article that um, Kyle Richards was sitting next to her by Cherie mm-hmm. at an Oscar viewing party when the slap heard around the world occurred. I'm, it all comes back to Bravo. It all comes back to Bravo. It fucking all comes back to Bravo. Wow. Okay. So now that we have an iconic friend of why she's a friend of have no idea. No idea. Because then we have the new lady who you had made a comment that you thought Lisa Rinna is going to be the villain of the season, which I don't disagree with, but I think Diana Jenkins is going to be the villain. I think that Diana Jenkins is going to be a bitch and I'm going to love it. But she's so rich. She seems so rich. Like she, she runs that neuro water, you know, you've heard like neuro sleep, neuro. No, is that the water that they served at the gene parties? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I just drink my Brita filtered water. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) God. Um, actually we drank Voss. So (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Lauren getting canceled again. Again. (laughs) It's always me. I don't like it. (laughs) 
Okay. Yes. Will. Okay. Where wait, are wait, we? Wait, Neuro wait, water. Really? Well, and really quickly, I guess she's a refugee though from Bosnia. Yeah. Bosnia Herzegovina, which I'm sure I said wrong, but you have to say it really fast. Wait, I'm so sorry. Did, that's a country. It's a country, Bosnia and Herzegovina. There was like a whole thing, a whole. It's, it's not a modern country, though. Correct. It doesn't exist anymore. Okay. I was yeah. like, there's no way it's a. Yeah, it was a region. It was a southern region of. Okay. Yeah. It was a prior mm-hmm. territory. Okay. I was yeah. like, I'm pretty good with geography and I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yeah, it used to exist and then it doesn't. Okay, not to move on too quickly from her, Miss oh, Miss Jenkins, but let's do it. we got to get to the quote. We don't even know her yet, so we're skipping. We're moving on. We're moving on because we're moving to the quote of Miss Erica Jane that says, in quotes, what about the people? What about the... F- Wait. Okay, you put a comma where there should be a period. What about the people? What about the facts? Oh, I'm sorry. Correct. No, 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 no. I'm so sorry. Oh. I, yeah, yeah, okay. So Erica says, what about the people? What about the facts? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to the clip of Dorito Chip recounting what happened. So sad, so scary about the home invasion, right? Yeah. Then I need your I need your thoughts on this. Uh-oh. Then we get, and obviously the feelings that Dorita's feeling are, they seem to be very genuine and authentic that she was yes. very stressed. A thousand percent. Then we cut away to PK sitting on the couch saying he wishes he was there and wiping dry tears from his eyes. Oh God. Okay. I get where I get where the question's going. And I'm mm-hmm. just gonna say, I feel like somebody who PK owes money. This is my new hypothesis. Allegedly, 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 allegedly in my own dreamland in this fake scenario. But also, and based on research that we've done, though, related to financial issues, my educated guess, Mm -hmm. as you would say, is I think PK owes someone money and they knew that he was going to be out of town. And like, it's like when you owe like bad people money, they hit you where it hurts, you know? So it's they're very, like, I'm going to traumatize your, your wife and kids. It's very mafia. That's like, exactly it's, it's like old Italian uh-huh. mafia gang shit. And of course you guys, this is, <laughs> this might have to be taken out of the podcast, but it's, I don't think he's in the mafia or in the gang, but it's vibes is what you're no, no, I'm not saying PK is, I'm just saying the, right. th- that the people that engage in this behavior and that it, that are the suspects of the armed robber, or sorry, the home invasion. Corrupt vibes. It gives me corruption. Yeah. That's who I'm talking I'm not talking about PK. I'm talking about it gives right. me corrupt, right. corruption. And of course, so, we don't know. We don't know. But, you know. Okay. So then Sutton, my favorite. I fucking live Do you for think Sutton. she's going to, do you think she's going to be rolling off the high of last season and come in stronger? Do you think she's going to take more of a back seat? I think we're going to see the actual Southern bitch Sutton that I've been waiting for because I think her first season, she was going through that divorce. Her second season, she was like really asserting herself, but was Mm -hmm. in the like huge renovation and moving period. Okay. And at this point, from what I understand, she's fully moved into her renovated house, which is stunning. And she's living single Sutton style. 
Okay. I know we talked about, we want to see Erica dating, but I want to see Sutton out on dates. Cause I don't know if she's still with her boyfriend, but he seemed very normal and very cool. Uh huh. I kind of think she's with, I see her dating more. Oh, wow. Uh Okay. I don't think she's still with him. Do you think we're going to get more of Sutton's family? Because we saw the daughter last season. So I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if the other kids are going to pop in, which I hope. I do too. Um, I hope so. I love it when the kids come into the show. And like, I know that's a contradiction because I don't like cameras and children in the same area. But with this, it's like, I know it's really edited. I know there was a whole conversation and that it's all about water and, you know. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm excited. Okay. What? Then we move on to Crystal. And when she's talking about her eating disorder, I was distraught. I mean, that was like, I feel so, so, so bad for people who struggle like that. But I think it's really great that we're getting the conversation with Jackie from New Jersey and we're going through her therapy. And Mm -hmm. then we're also getting Crystal talk about it and talk about it so openly about how it is a continued really like an addiction that you're continuing to deal with as an, as is any addiction, you're never cured from it. It's something you live with. And I don't, I, I think eating disorders have been mentioned in previous episodes with pre other franchises, mm-hmm. but I don't think they've been dealt with like this vulnerably. No. And in this way where you're getting two women that are moms that are talking about their struggles and who are in the spotlight, who come from very different backgrounds. And mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm really intrigued to listen to Crystal talk about her because listening to her say, I just want to eat food like a normal person. Mm-hmm. I know that <sighs> broke that like broke my heart. I know it's, re- it's really sad, but I think Crystal's going to come in hot this season. Me too. I'm we're really get- excited for her. And I think it's going to be great with her family because her family was very much a part of the first season, mm-hmm. but took kind of a back seat and like, I think we're going to get more, like, I think we're going to get more of her, her, um, house manager. Mm-hmm. I think yes. we're going to get more of her husband and mm-hmm. her kids. I I'm so sexually attracted to her brother. <laughs> okay. Do you think that her brother will be in it? Because from what I, I understand, so. he's having some issues with like the Chinese government. Okay. Well, uh, I think he owes a lot of money or something. We're not going to talk about that because we want to keep this episode up. Okay. Right. <laughs> And with what's going on in Russia right now and the Chinese helping the Russians, I know. it's not we really where I mention go. either of those words. <laughs> well, we're not going to let any of that take away from Crystal's storyline. Right, so, right, right, right. And then we cut over to, oh, wait, the quote. The quote. With, with Crystal sitting down, I think they're outside on um, the sofas. And Crystal said there was a lot more said that was very dark. Yes. And she's speaking to Garcelle and Dorit. What the fuck? What the fuck? You know, okay. I think it had to have been an argument. I think it had to have been between because when you say things like it was very dark, you only have really dark arguments with the people who you really love, you know, because you can go into the deep, dark places. Mm. Um, so I'm kind of wondering if it had something to do with Kyle and Kathy and why they're not friends on, you know, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Because, and I think Rena's involved somehow. Ugh, somehow. I know. Well, speaking of that, look, this is going to be a highly controversial comment. Mm-mm. 
I'm scared. Let and me do, let me take another sp- sip. You never want to speak ill of the dead, especially those. Oh, whatever. Passed. Speak ill of the dead. They can't hear you. No, because I'm Lois, all for it. No, because Lois was so sweet and it's crazy that she's no longer with us. Yes. She was an old lady though. She was, and she lived a great, fabulous yes. life. Mm-hmm. And she was wonderful on our TV. But it gives me Marisol vibes from Miami mm-hmm. where it's like yeah. your storyline is based on somebody else. It's not based on you or anything that you are doing. Typical, typical Rena. And it's very, it's like the, it's the typical Rena storyline. And like, I did feel pain for her when she said that, yeah. you know, she is in so much pain and that she's doing the best she can. She's trying well, she has and, no family anymore. Isn't her father dead and her mother and her sister? I, I don't know about all that, but I, I do. I did feel really bad, but at the same time, I'm like, again, like with, I know. And I wonder, I don't know if you guys are privy to this, but there's like a lot of drama with the daughter. Yes. With Delilah Bell. Delilah Bell getting sick, allegedly as a result of a shot. I'm not going to say the name because we will get banned. Yeah. Getting sick or having some type of symptoms as a result of that. And which then led to like this spiral disease, but it let, it led to like spiraling behavior. But I think that there was drama with her and Lisa Rinna and the family. There was a thousand percent. So I wonder if we're going to get that, which I'm fine with because I know it's kind of hypocritical. I'm fine with because Delilah and Amelia were on Camera. I mean, Lois was too, but that's actually They're adults. interesting. Delilah and, it, and and her sister are adults, and I'm fine to talk about. Well, them. so is Lois. But what I'm saying, right? Is, I'm just like I feel like sometimes housewives rely on the death. Exactly. I, know, I, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. I'm probably already said it, but I okay. I I'll I'll say it. I feel like Lisa Rinna is going to blame her entire season of being an asshole on the grief of losing her mother. And we'll move on from that. And then let's talk about Erica's drinking problem, allegedly. We can talk about Bruno. No, no, no. no. I love that song. You guys, I'm so obsessed with Encanto. There are no children in my family. I'm the youngest of my entire family. And you best believe I went and saw that in the movie theater and I bought it. Okay. Okay. I tried to watch it and I, I didn't get through it all the way. I couldn't finish it. If there was ever a controversial thing you've ever said that you were worried about offending people. Really? It's that? Oh, no. I mean, to me, Encanto and Coco are two of the greatest movies ever. And I don't think you liked Coco. Coco was cute. I just I also like I'm not a kids movie girly. Like, I don't know. I like it. I like a raunchy, like hot tub time machine movie. So I guess I just don't have the taste. I'm white trash. I think that's evident. (laughs) Okay, sevens, jeans, and neural water. Okay, so you guys, moving on. This is the part that I thought we were getting to 20 minutes ago. Oh, so So Erica. So Erica and Garcelle are sitting down at dinner, and Garcelle says, Well, last time I saw you, you were a little tipsy. As Erica takes a swig of her drink, I do think it was water. I don't think it was the cocktail. I kind of hope it was the cocktail. The timing was. Perfect chef's kiss for real. And then when they cut away and it's like Erica falling down, saying that she's lit. What are your thoughts on this whole narrative of, of 
Erica being dependent on alcohol, because we did get that. We got that statement also from Lisa Rinna, where she said, you can take your antidepressants and you can take your alcohol. You can't mix both. And okay, so clearly well, this is going to be a sub. This is I don't think this is going to be your major top or main topic, but I do think it's going to get some airtime. I agree. And maybe this is controversial. I don't know. Now I'm scared to say anything, but I don't mind it. Like, you don't know why I've never had any sort of inkling that Erica had any sort of toxic behavior when it came to drinking. I think that I don't see her leaning on drinking as a way to cope. I see her as a single girl Mm -hmm. who is having fun, who used to be a fucking dancer at a strip club yeah, and who just wants to live a little after being married to an old man for so long. I agree with that because the seasons that we've had with Erica, she's been married, right? Yeah. And she's had to be this buttoned up housewife. Yes. Obviously she has her alter ego, which we see and that's fine. But when she's at home and when she's on camera being Erica Jane or Erica Girardi, like she is very poised and put together. Never lets loose. Last season, we got her mid divorce, depressed, facing lawsuits, all that. This season, we're finally getting her fully single mm-hmm. and kind of past the lawsuits. And I say that, I say that like, Right, obviously like, the lawsuit still exists but like i think she feels like a breath of fresh air of like okay i mm-hmm. got through that season i got through the tough questions with yes. andy at the reunion now i'm gonna sit back i'm gonna have a cocktail i'm gonna go on these trips i'm gonna live my life because i don't know how much longer like i'm gonna have the money to do this or i'm gonna have exactly. the means to do this or i'm going to be a housewife you know mm-hmm. more power to her yeah i don't see a problem with it and i actually really disagree with um with Rinna about the antidepressant alcohol comment. And of course I'm not a doctor and you should always consult with your doctor whenever being prescribed medicine and consuming alcohol or marijuana or whatever, but you can do both. Like I hate to break it to her. I mean, well, like so locked girlies over here. Exactly. It's like (laughs) just spoken from someone who's currently on Zoloft, Wellbutrin, a glass of wine and a little bit of weed. Wow. That makes me sound like a fucking vagrant. Um, I know. Hi. I don't think there's a problem. Yeah. And I, I think it, I thought it was a very like harsh and pointed statement from Rinna that I mean, it's typical Rinna, like saying things Rinna. to get a rise out of other people without understanding kind of the effect and impact it could have on Erica. I mean, she loves she really... to call out drinking though. Rinna yeah, loves like... to call it out. And I do think that she came from an alcohol. I think there was alcoholism or a family. Her sister or, um, passed away from like drug addiction or yeah. something. But that doesn't make you holier than thou and better than anybody. And it, for somebody who has lost somebody as a result of alcoholism or drug abuse, you should be openly sympathetic to what somebody may or may not be going through. Exactly. And it's like, if you can see that Erica maybe is consuming more alcohol than she ever has before, watch her mm-hmm. and then have a conversation with her privately and say, hey, I'm just checking in on you. Yeah. Because- there are people that consume alcohol, maybe more than what the average person does, but they don't have an addictive personality where they're going right. to become an addict. But it's or so they're not un- acting in a way that's super toxic and really yeah. they're just kind of drunk a lot. Like there's the- not much of a deal there. I don't know. In I, my think opinion. I think it's a cop out because why? And for like, again, going back to somebody who has dealt like Brenna being so vocal about her, her sister passing away from drug or alcohol, drug abuse, whatever it was, you would understand 
the sensitivity around that issue and the importance of like protecting that person and making sure that they're safe. I, I just, I don't agree. I now, as I'm talking and saying things out loud, I think you're right. That Rena is going to be the number one villain. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know, just when she, when, um, Rena did that with Kim Richards, remember she mm-hmm. told everyone Kim is close to death, et cetera, et cetera. And like, don't get me wrong. Kim had a major substance abuse problem that yeah. we all watched on mm-hmm. fucking national television and that we can all go back and rewatch because it still re-watch. exists. Exactly. But it's so harmful to like tell it people is. that someone's ready to die from a dis- an alcohol issue or something I, mm-hmm. when it's not true, maybe. Yeah. And it also, if it were to be true, like those words that you're saying then that, and you're saying on a public platform that are going to be disseminated and distributed among the masses, you don't understand the impact that those words are going to have on somebody Yeah, and what they're dealing with. And it's like, would that converse, it will be interesting to see how it plays out because I wonder if Rena would have had the balls to say that about Crystal and like her, her past and her addictions that she deals with and is like currently a survivor of, or, you know, right. I don't think she would. Yeah. I agree with you. Anyways. Um, okay. Let's get to the part where she's like, I don't give a fuck about anyone else, but me. Wow. Okay. Wow. And that's where I'm like, Ooh, Erica, here I go. Turn in on you in the same episode. So before that, she makes the comment to crystal. I think she like gets in crystal's face and was like, you, you being on the side of the victims because you think it's cool. And crystal's like, what? Yeah. Like, I don't think it's cool. And then Erica, I think saying, I don't know if it's the same scene or what, but it looks different because it cuts away then to Erica and Garcelle. And Erica goes, I don't give a fuck about anybody else, but me. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same scene. And the, the thing is, if someone is yelling the sentence, oh my God, you're on the side of the victims. It's like, yeah, Yeah. I, I just like definition of the word. Exactly. Yes. I'm on the side of the victims. People who are victimized. Well, it's like, do you have to be a hundred percent on the side of the victims? No, but you could be an 80, 20 where you're like 80% believe the victims, 20% believe your friends. Right. But you're still like, yeah, I do believe that these victims were victimized once again. And I think your husband had something to do with it. And I think you're definitely wearing clothes that someone needed to get their bladder sponge out. Yeah. And it's like, and the reason why I do believe that is because your husband is no longer licensed in the state of California. And I feel like there's a little thing there that said that, you know, he did do that. Exactly. So, and then Eric... And then when she says like, I don't give a fuck, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. And then doesn't Erica make a statement of like, is that to make me look bad? And Garcelle goes, Erica, I don't have to make you look bad. You can do that all on your own. Mm -hmm. A queen, a star again is, I love her. I love Garcelle. I mean, like I said, kick Kyle over, put her in the center. She is the star of the show. But I think that they'll just end up putting Garcelle next to Kyle because to me, Kyle Richards is the Teresa Judice of Beverly Hills, like where it's her show. Oh, yes. Okay. You I know, know what I mean? Going with that. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I agree. She is Beverly Hills. Like, I don't think I'd love it without Kyle. She's one of my favorites. No, no, no. no, I very much agree. But I think Garcelle is, I mean, Garcelle's giving her a run for her money. Yes. Because Garcelle is 100% genuine and authentic. She's so hardworking. She's an amazing actress. She's mm-hmm. a great mom. Like, she's got it all. She's got it fucking all. And she I also person- hope we see her dating. Oh, my God. God, I right? Know. Like I miss watching these women date. I really do. I agree with that. And I need Garcelle to be with like an agent of a f- pro football team or like oh, an you agent think of a should... Yeah, that makes sense. Like a lawyer, like like a, lawyer a lawyer agent, like somebody yeah. who's in the business but not wanting to be in the spotlight, but's got an idea of what the business is about. Mm-hmm. But is on the business side. Yeah. And, but yeah, like yeah. works kind of seasonally. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. What a good call. Completers. Actually, I have <laughs> just the person and I'll tell you off the air. Yeah. The guy we worked with who would okay. answer the phone and we'd melt. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, so, yeah. um, moving on. So really like to stay on track with Erica. Well, one, that comment that Erica made is not going to bode well with viewers. I think she's probably going to already see the backlash of people just with the trailer dropping. Mm-hmm. And it's not doing anything to help her image. But then Erica also wanting to call everybody out. There was that scene between her and Diana, the new housewife, where she's mm-hmm. like, if they're talking about me, like I'm going to talk about everybody else. And, and then you know, that- it's it's her speaking in third person again. <laughs> Gag. The ego is so wild with her. It's beyond. So we're going to get into it now with like the whole Kyle Richards, Kathy, Lisa, Rinna, Erica, because, (laughs) because Kathy's clearly Erica's next target. And I don't think it's widely known to the masses as to why. Um, And I also think that Erica has ulterior, ulterior motives in releasing this information or dropping this information about Kathy because she's trying to switch the narrative. Yeah. And she's trying to take that spotlight off her because it's been getting real hot and she's starting to sweat. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Also, you love her divorcee accent, don't you? I love her divorcee (laughs) accent where she like talks as a really divorcee. If we're going to talk about Erica's behavior, like, I just love it. I know. And we've, I think there's, there was the movie and people are going to kill me. They're probably going to like scream into their headphones. There was that movie about like the multiple personality or like disassociative disorder, a personality disorder. And I feel, do you know what I'm split? That's what it's called. It was called split where the guy is like different people and has different voices. Like we need split real housewives of Beverly Hills featuring Erica Jane, where it's like every different voice she's ever, ever, ever used. used. I agree. Okay. Anyways, we're going to take a brief break. You guys commercial break. We'll be right back. BRB. Cause we're going to talk about Lisa, Lisa Renna, Kyle, Kathy, and Erica. Okay, welcome back, everybody. We are now going to dive into what the blog sphere of Bravo is talking about because I feel mm-hmm. like there was a lot of they were saying a lot during the trailer, but not giving us anything at the same time. Where yeah. there's clearly beef between Lisa, 
I'm sorry, there's clearly beef between Erica and Kathy, Kathy and Kyle, and then Lisa's involved somehow being the toxic coffee stirrer that she is. Uh Uh-huh. So we get that we so the whole trailer ends with this weird clip of like Lisa, Kyle, and Kathy. What are they in her bathroom? I know. What was that? I don't know, but Lisa goes, You said things about this beautiful sister of yours. And then she points to Kyle and she goes, I'm sorry, Kathy, you're not going to get away with it. And she's talking obviously to Kyle. Kyle goes, I feel like you hate me or something. And she's like crying. Yeah. And Kathy's being typical Kathy, where she's like, Kyle. 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 Yeah. And then there's this cutaway to Kat, uh, Lisa Verna's face doing like that weird, mani- like crazy fucking smirk. Yeah. That's it's the smirk that just sends a shiver, really. Sends a shiver down your spine. And then they cut to the scene where all the ladies are sitting in the store. It looked like Kyle by Eileen, too. And I don't know if I was like just traumatized, but oh I my swear God. that's the store they were in. And I think it's like Dorit and Erica and they're sitting in there. Yeah. And Erica goes, or somebody, there's a man in the background that goes, oh, the door's locked. Should we let her in? And they're like, no, no, don't let her in. Don't let her in. <laughs> and you know that they're going to be like, just kidding. Let her and in. It's, and just it's because Ka- they want to traumatize us. And it's Kathy who's standing outside. So yeah. Tell us what are the blogs saying? What is happening between? Why is there a hate between Erica and Kathy, Kyle, Lisa? What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. So word on the street is that off camera, off filming while they were in Aspen, Mm -hmm. allegedly, according to Erica Jane, who at this point, I'm not too sure is a reliable narrator to follow, said that Kathy Hilton uh, set a slur against a staff member on their trip. Yeah. Some, now, some employee, you and I went back and forth on what is the slur? What is mm-hmm. the employee? Because as nosy girls, you gotta know. Mm-hmm. Um, so upon further research, I've learned that she made, according to Erica, Kathy gave a slur against homosexuals, which I'm sure you guys can fill in the blank. Um, She said the F word. Yeah. Allegedly against a DJ in Aspen. Here is why I don't believe Erica. First of all, she's a liar. Second of all, like allegedly, I don't believe that. And maybe I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'd be happy to correct myself. But mm-hmm. Kathy doesn't strike me as someone who's intolerant of, I don't know, lifestyle. Yeah. And, that, and I know this may be like a naive statement. Like, I just do not think that that word is in her lexicon in any way. Like, that is a harsh, that's very much like a millennial. And I obviously this, I mean this with, the utmost respect. It's more of like a millennial thing to say mm-hmm. because in our generation, that word was used on a lot in middle school and high school. And it was word used in a way that wasn't, I mean, obviously now we know that it's not. It was as frequent insensitive. as saying the word crap. Exactly. Even though it didn't mean the same thing. Absolutely. And it doesn't, I don't think I've ever heard my mom used that word, my exactly. grandma, my grandpa, no one ever to describe somebody in the LGBTQIA community. Agree. 
or even say it in a way that is not like in a way that's not descriptive of that, but like just off the cuff in a conversation. Exactly. I've never heard anybody above the age of, I don't know, like 35. Correct. In my opinion. It. Yeah. Same, same. Never. So it's hard for me and to piggyback off of what you're saying of her, not why you don't think it's true. Another point is it was off camera. Allegedly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this was said off camera, which is funny to me that she would Erica is so adamant that this was said mm-hmm. one. There's no evidence Two, she's, I think she's spinning it and using this narrative. Like I said before, to take the spotlight off of her. She's trying to take the bedores down. And unfortunately the rest of these people simply haven't stolen from widows, orphans and plane crash victims. Like, no, it's different. And I feel like with Cappy, if she did say it, unexcusable, inappropriate. Absolutely. Behavior. Oh, yeah, absolutely. However, and I just don't think she said it in my don't. feelings. No, I, I, I totally agree with you. And of course, if there's evidence out there that's contrary to that, we will totally retract what we're saying. But with this two and a half minute clip that we mm-hmm, right that we've been talking about for an hour and hour 20 and a minutes. Half. Yeah. yeah, we will. I don't know. I just, and I, and it makes sense to me though, that a Kathy, because I don't think she filmed all the time. Like I, or I think she kind of ceased filming after this Aspen trip. And what does that say to you? Like somebody, I guess it could go either way, but to me, that's like, I'm, I'm too rich for this. Like, I don't have to be a part of this and I'm not going to involve, involve myself in this gossip and mm-hmm. defamatory talk where the you're defamatory lies. Yeah. Where you're trying to bring me in and create a storyline to deflect. Yeah. And so she's like, bye. And that's where this infamous Instagram post come from, comes from where she said, Rick, I need you to come pick me up. Like send somebody I'm out. Mm -hmm. So we'll see, but I'm going to see, but I think Beverly Hills is on par to be better than Salt Lake city. I mean, that's very easy. I know. Well, we already, I already think OC is better than Salt Lake city right now. Very true. So that's controversial. Um, and I do, that's it for today. You guys, I do apologize. We said we were going to get into the new case alert for Eric Jane. We will be giving that to you guys next week, which is actually better because it is so juicy and it is crazy. And it's very, very important that we break it down because as we all know, like a couple, I think it was like a couple of months ago, Erica Jane was like, my case was dismissed from Illinois. Yeah, exactly. No, this is the new case that they're bringing in California, which <laughs> involves much more evidence. And they're, it's hilarious because they use statements from the reunion. They use statements from her Instagram posts to try to, in some way, not incri- yeah, I guess incriminate her. Yeah. But it's, it, they break it down and it's like a, hundred page document. So, well, and it's just really the perfect kickoff to our second round of our Erica Jane series. Yeah. And I want to, I know we said, cause we've been doing the briefing rooms and stuff. And we said, you know, sometimes it's boring to do like a full hour on one topic. That's just legal, uh-huh. but this one will be very, very interesting. I promise you, because there's literally a screenshot from Erica Jane's Instagram account inside the complaint. Oh my God. I love a screenshot. I love it. There's quotes from text messages. Like Ooh. there are, there's a lot. I'm so and let excited. me just tell you, they're asking for at least $55 million plus some. Whoa. 
So with that, I'd be drinking too. You know what? I'd be drinking too. And I'm, I believe Erica should develop some drinking. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't blame her as we I sit don't here and drink her our, our, our wine, but okay. Before we wrap up criminal behavior. Okay. I think that I'm going to kick it off with the airport themed criminal behavior because <gasps> you and I both traveled recently. I traveled from we've got a theme Minneapolis to Arizona with a nice long layover. I thought and you just said knife. What? I thought you said knife. It like felt a like knife. a knife. It felt like a fucking <laughs> knife. Okay. Because both the places that I went, you know, that my number one secret, I won't say it on the podcast here, but it's an airport lounge. I love a lounge. I mean, you might have to cut that. I'm I'll cut it. We can't, we can't disclose that as a person with a long layover. Actually, you know what? No, I'm sorry. Let's be, let's give it to people. Tell people, let people know. Okay. What is, what's the secret? When you say airport, airport lounge, what do you mean? Here's what I mean. And I know that everyone's sitting here thinking, yeah, we know about the American Mm -hmm. airlines admirals lounge. We know about the United air first class lounge, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Well, you think you do, but my number one traveling tip ever, and you can go ahead and call me the points gal is whatever terminal you are in likely has a lounge for first class passengers Mm -hmm. that also sells day passes. And you and I both know that you're going to go to some lame bar and get a defrosted cheeseburger with mm-hmm. a dumb beer that you don't even like a blue moon for $45 for $45 when you could pay $50, if not less, I've gotten into lounges for $35, if not less, you will be in silence. There will be no children. There you are will couches. Have snacks. You will have food. You Mm -hmm. will have an open bar. And so that's, you know, what I usually do on the long layover. However, this long layover, there was no lounge because I was in terminal C of Denver and it was only the Centurion lounge. And I unfortunately am not a high enough American express member. They were booked. That's why because of COVID they wouldn't let um, a day pass member, a day day passer go. Yeah. So I was going to say really quickly, just since we're giving out travel advice, but if you, if you don't want to risk getting turned away by a lounge, I recommend just like get a United credit card an American airlines credit Mm -hmm. card or Delta credit card. Even if it's the only thing you use for like, the only thing you use it for is like gas or your Netflix subscription, you get it. And they give you like my United credit card. I get two free passes every single year. Wow. And then obviously as you build up with their their program, you get, sometimes you get, I mean, you'll eventually, I'll eventually get free access. Right. But if you have that credit card and go in, they will treat you like you're a movie star and they'll let you in. Even if you're flying Southwest, if you have a United credit card or a Delta credit card and you go into a Delta lounge, they'll treat you like you're a fucking A-list celebrity. Sorry. Exactly. And a hundred percent recommend a thousand percent do it. So because I wasn't allowed access to the lounge, which Mm -hmm. pissed me off, 
Um, I had to deal with the regulars just like me and, um, my criminal behavior are the people who are about to go on a one hour and 20 minute flight in a North face jacket, a neck pillow, a backpack full of snacks, a gigantic Yeti, um, tennis shoes, AirPods, chatting on FaceTime, like they're ready to go like on a vacation. Exactly. (laughs) I cannot, I can not taking Uh, off your shoes, taking a nap. It's like, honey, we're going from Minneapolis to Denver. It's not that big of a deal. It's an hour and 25 minute flight. We barely get drink service. Okay. I agree with that. Absolutely. And that just comes from, that comes from the lack of experience, I guess, with flying. It's like the people that go through security, right? Who they're shocked that they have to throw their water out or they're shocked that they have to take their laptop and iPad out or and separate it. But to piggyback off of what you said with airport etiquette, my biggest pet peeve and look, I'm a United girly, but I also do fly Southwest when I'm flying in the state of California, because it's so fucking cheap. It's cheap, dirt cheap. So in with Southwest, you do not receive seat assignments. So you have to go by boarding group. When people cut the line and board with a group that they are not assigned to, it is offensive and you should actually be indicted on federal charges for fraud, money laundering, mm-hmm. anything and really. Deceit deceit because I am one of the girls if I'm b29 I'm in line b29 I'm in front of b30 and I'm behind b28 yeah and you know what if I'm feeling generous which I often with b29 I'm literally the second to last person mm-hmm. I just stand in the back you and know I wait for my boarding group but like people that cut ahead because they want to get overhead space or they want to get closer to the, to the front. I don't know. It's so offensive. And it's like, then follow the protocol and book your flight or check into your flight within 24 hours. Like, or you know moment- what is also an option? If you're a seaboarding group and you're just uncomfortable with that, another hot travel tip. If you're flying Southwest, um, if you have a, a ticket, that's not a want to get away ticket. And it's mm-hmm. just a regular ticket. If you pay $16, you can have boarding group A, one through 16. Um, actually, I think you can do it with want to get aways. I've done it before. But it's and 32. Paid, yeah, I was going to say it's $25. Oh, wow. They raised the price. You check. You literally go up to the front and say, I want to do business select. Mm-hmm. And they automatically bump you up to A or pre-board. Is that not the best kept secret? Okay. You guys, we just saved you so much anxiety. Number one, you are spending $50 max on snacks and drinks, and you're being in the peace and quiet with adults. Oh, and you guys, there are people that come around, they pick up your plates. There is oftentimes, it depends obviously what airport, there are showers, there are oh, sleeping yes. rooms, there are massive bathrooms for you to change and get ready. There are snacks. With stuff with- in it. In Arizona, the Centurion, Centurion yeah. Lounge Centurion. in Phoenix, yeah. Centurion. The MX Lounge. Braised short rib with mashed potatoes and roasted carrots. And Prosecco that was delivered to me 
every hour on the hour because I had a five hour layover for $35, $35 and a tip obviously, but okay. And you know what, if it were me at breakfast, I'm spending $57 at McDonald's. Oh yeah. And then if you go and sit in a restaurant and you get two drinks, if you got two Prosecco's a hundred dollars, I mean, that's $50 minimum, yeah. especially if you're drinking like a higher Prosecco or what, or if you grab a snack, like <sighs> minimum 50 bucks. And then on top of that, you're sitting around with just like, and with COVID, like you're sitting with <sighs> gross, no offense. Not, I'm not trying to sound no, everybody's like titled, gross. People are so disgusting when they travel, like people that travel without shoes, like who travel men who travel with sandals and they don't take care of their, sh- their feet, like gag me. And you're not going to get that in the lounge. So no, hey, I, I believe they require you to be appropriate. <laughs> and let me just tell you, there's departure there's departure and arriving flights. Mm-hmm. There's a giant screen in there. They'll so you come get, get you up. too. They'll say when you yep. buy your ticket and into the day lounge and you say, they go, when is your flight? And you say, I board at three fifty. They will make sure that you have mm-hmm. left that seat of yours in time to get in line to board in your $16 boarding group, a Southwest airlines. Okay. Thing. Did I, I think we, I think we found our first um, passion project and or sponsor, which may be the airlines. <laughs> hey, airlines, give it to me for free. Or Even discount, though they're corrupt discount. Yeah, no, no, no. Get discount. Also, pay okay. your flight attendants more. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, okay now we're okay. spiraling. Okay, you guys, that is it for this episode. I do just want to issue a friendly reminder. Yes. I think our listeners are very smart and they already know this, but remember whatever we discuss on this podcast, when we discuss legal issues, it is not an attorney client or no attorney client relationship exists in no way. Is it legal advice? We don't even know you just kidding. And I know we didn't talk about legal issues, this podcast, but we just want to remind you, like we are chatting and discussing and talking about our housewives, which is like our favorite thing to do. And we want to be able to educate people, but in no way, again, is this legal advice. And remember that what we're discussing on this podcast, since Lauren is now a employed girly, it is not in any way connected to our employers. We Mm -hmm. are doing this on our own. And I don't want it to be construed to be a representation of our employers. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and don't forget, please, please, please follow us on Instagram at allegedly Bravo. Follow us on Twitter. I almost said Titter. Titter. (laughs) Titter. Follow us on Twitter at allegedly Bravo. Buy yourself some merch. We have the Kim is not a lawyer hoodie. Oh, it I is love fabulous. It. It's amazing. Um, we have our classic allegedly Bravo sweatshirts, which are iconic. My entire family just put in a request to buy. Yes, we yeah. need to do that order. And after we need this. to do that, but like they're so freaking cute. And I yeah. get people looking at my jacket asking me what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's it looks like a tarot card. It's fabulous. It's so soft, too. And it's summertime, so don't forget to get yourself a hat. Tank tops, water bottles. Yeah. Nipple patches. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. (laughs) I'm kidding. And um, don't forget to follow us on Patreon, you guys, at Allegedly Bravo. We go deep into not only housewives, but also our personal lives. It's super fun. It's more of a casual conversation. And um, if you want, you can become a top tier uh, patron. And with that, we want to give a shout out to Classic Skytop, CK, and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. They are among some of our top tier patrons, and they are just doing the best with honestly doing least. Mm-hmm. And 
but providing yeah. us with really great recommendations. Oh, well, all of them are fabulous. Uh-huh. I uh, agree. I agree. I love, love, love them. Don't forget to follow Classic Sky Top. She's hilarious. Hilarious. Um, and also don't forget to listen to our podcast anywhere you can find podcasts. And for God's sakes, give us a five-star review. Please. Please. Please, please, please. We love what we're doing. I hope you guys like what we're doing. I know it's a little bit different than what other people are doing. Other people are doing, but we're finding our way. We're finding ourselves. We're open to comments. If you want to shoot us a DM, please do. But please go out and give us a five-star review. We love doing this for you guys. Mm -hmm. And we will be back next week with a deep, deep dive into the Edelson firm's um, lawsuit that they are planning on filing in California. Mm -hmm. Against? Erica Jane and others at okay. all. Bye. <laughs> Bye.